0: Hello, I'm your host, Leonard Duncan. Welcome to a new episode of ATV Talk and Motorsports Podcast. Please join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We bring you interviews with industry professionals, live events, live news about the motorsports industry in every episode. Enjoy the show. Whether we are out riding with our friends and family or racing in extreme environments, We all need good tires. That's why I recommend GBC Power Sports Tires, a division of Green Ball Corp. Their products, which include XC Master, Mini Master, and Ground Buster 3, are what leading professionals in the ATV UTV industry are using. You can get your tires at GreenBallTires.com or find them on Instagram as GBC Tires for further inquiry. Welcome to DBR Racing Products, the leader in 3D modeling and innovations. Since 2015, they have been revolutionizing the industry, starting with their groundbreaking YFZ450R battery boxes. But they didn't stop there. They have continued to push the boundaries, constantly improving their design with each new version. In 2018, they introduced the game-changing Vortex EXO cage, specifically designed to securely hold the Vortex ECU in a safe and sturdy location. This breakthrough innovation ensures your ECU stays protected even in the toughest racing conditions. At DBR, they understand that every detail matters. That's why they also offer an array of essential products to enhance your racing experience. Their spark plug hold downs keep your engine firing at peak performance while their LTR breather boxes ensure optimal ventilation for your machine. Their LT250 engine skid plates are a must-have for those seeking unmatched protection. Engineered to shield your engine from impacts and rough terrain, they provide the ultimate defense for your ATV. But that's not all. They've developed ProPEG mounts that allow you to use TRX 450R NERF bars, giving you greater control and maneuverability on the track. To explore their full range of innovative products and learn more about DBR Racing, visit their website at www.dbratv.com. You can also reach them directly at 507-828-1233. Their knowledgeable team is ready to assist you with any questions or inquiries DVR racing products where innovation meets performance unleash the power within you are you looking for the best suspension technology for your sport atv look no further than elka suspension the industry leader in sport atv suspension technology with championship wins in prestigious events such as the Dakar Rally, SCORE, Best in the Desert, ATV MX, Cross Country, and works. Elka Suspension has established itself as the go-to choice for athletes and enthusiasts alike. But they don't just stop at ATVs. They're constantly expanding into new markets, including UTVs, trucks, SUVs, pit bikes, snowmobiles, and more. Their commitment to innovation and quality means they're always looking to improve and adapt so you can enjoy a smooth ride wherever you go. Want to learn more about what Elka Suspension can do for you? Visit their website at elkasuspension.com or give them a call at 450-655-4855. They will always be happy to answer your questions and help you find the perfect suspension solution for your needs bo Barron, welcome back to atv talk and hey a huge congratulations 11 championships in the atv class it's unheard of in our industry man you have to be ecstatic
1: yeah this one was it was pretty gnarly dude like i didn't i didn't really know if i could pull it off and um we did we did and uh Man, what a sigh of relief. I was pretty happy at the end, you know. Like we we went through some ups and downs this year. This was a this was a, this was a, all over the place.
0: So you started the year um we had a conversation before the year started and you kind of gave away your secret, but you didn't give away your secret that you were going to build a hybrid. Uh, maybe it was last second, maybe it was already in the works. Who knows? Um, but you, do you think that the, the development of the new machine had something to do with the the year turbulence?
1: Absolutely. It had a big part in it in a few different ways. Like that last race, we went to Vernal, um, not before Taft, and um, the header broke. And it was just something that we had pieced together off of a stock exhaust. You know, Curtis cut it, and we just added some st- you know, some pipe onto it to make it match the silencer that we've always ran. And of course it backfired at some point and, and the dude, it was just, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Long, long story short, we had, we had issues.
0: And uh, do you think if you'd had a season of preparation on the machine, it would be better?
1: Oh, for sure absolutely but i mean i it was something that i wanted to do dude i got to a point where i was i was racing and um i don't know like 13 born? years i think at least it and it's kind of been a little bit stagnant and i just wanted i wanted something new and something something to try and you know i really figured like i'm like okay i dude i got 10 championships like 11 like it doesn't it doesn't matter that much other than the the bonus money like the money is important to me right exactly at this point but um as far as as far as championships go it's like i told Trav dude i'm like dude i don't i don't wish anything on you like i you know i hope you win but i really could use the money so (laughs) here's but uh but no all in all like i'm 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 pretty happy because it i ended up pulling it off in a few races i had to pull the bike down and put a regular motor back in it and and go through the go through the motions and get things right and and now i think i have it at a point where i've i've got a handle on it at least you know
0: um one of the things that i I notice about the difference is the harsher delivery on the throttle You know, you got you got on the other machine with the FCR and it was just you had the thing so dialed where it, it didn't overwork you.
1: Right. Lots of torque. Lots of torque and like the new bike, it's it's tough, dude. Uh with the new motor, it's it's dude, it likes to rev. Like it revs way higher than than my bike than my normal bike I've been running forever and it and it doesn't have as much torque and and that's that's the biggest thing that I've noticed it's it's really hard to um I don't know go from go from one to the other like I said before it was kind of like riding a two-stroke learning to ride a two-stroke you know what I mean again and um which is not a bad thing but some tracks get like hard and slick and and dry and and man it's nice to have that just roll-on power versus just a you know a a machine that just revs
0: right i get that um how much did it change the shocks because you know when you talk to doug roll which you spend more time with him than i do he talks about okay you have your stock machine set up and the shocks are going to work this way well now that we've built the motor we have to go in and adjust the shocks for the way the machine is going to respond with the different power. You have a different weight transfer motors in a different position and you have a totally different power delivery. So how did that affect your shocks?
1: So like riding in the, in, you know, on the RPMs, like usually when you're in like a higher gear, it's easier in, in whoops and stuff like that to kind of ride in the mid-range, but the thing doesn't like to pull like that. So, like, you got the RPMs up higher, and realistically, with the, with the wheel wound up like that, like, we had to soften the, the rear shock just a little bit, but more so, like, the weight is a little bit farther back. So in the front, I changed the crossover, but me and Doug really, to be honest, we haven't had – anytime he's been busy and I I've been busy with all kinds of other things. We haven't had the time to test, but I mean, we, we did what we could. Like I, I softened the front end by changing our crossover. Um, and then I had Doug soften the rear shock and that was, that was where we're at and the bike works decent. Like it's totally rideable. Um, um, I mean, obviously I want to race on it and I, you know, I've won a couple on it, but I, you know, I, I put in a lot of, a lot of effort to do that too. So, but, uh, yeah, we, we just need more time. We need more time on what we've got. And and there's a lot of things that I would like to change still.
0: Do you think, um, that you can bring the torque factor in with some motor modifications and some, some electronic modifications?
1: Yeah. My first thought was like flywheel, but I, I don't know if anybody makes a A heavier flywheel for the for the bike because i could lose i could lose top end a flywheel would be key um just a little bit heavier or um we you know we pulled the thing apart because when we were at uh where was it i mesquite i got the thing hot i got it really hot and and uh excuse me it wasn't vernal it was mesquite where my header broke but and Mesquite, the header broke and it got really hot because it, it melted my fan and everything else. And 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 n- not necessarily do you need a fan because I raced in Europe without a fan. And I was totally surprised, but the bike was fine for 12 hours, right? So anyway, w- w- with um with that being said, the bike got really hot and we pulled it down and we were looking at the top end and Curtis says, Man, these valves are even bigger than what we're running in your race bike. Like, he's just like, if anything, to close it off, we epoxy something and and to try to get some more torque out of it. These they just they you know, they just they just went big. And maybe that's fine for the dirt bike, but I mean, and I noticed that on my dirt bike actually, that there, there was a little bit of mid-range missing. Um, so I ran it in the, the third map, which is the aggressive map and it. And it made it, it made the bike work better. I didn't really need that much power, but it made it all together. It made it like, you know, the power flow smoother.
0: Do you think it's something where you can't even run a taller gear because it doesn't have the torque to pull, to pull it through?
1: Yeah, exactly. I would go the other way because it's geared so tall, right? So I'm running a. Thirteen. What do I have? A thirteen thirty nine, and the stock is on a TRX is thirteen thirty eight for like a fourteen model, and that's what I've kind of always ran, and, unless we got to tracks where I had to open it up. But with this, with this bike, like a a thirteen thirty nine, it it dude, it just keeps pulling. It keeps pulling. So well, what I would do was, I would I would I wanted to go down to a twelve in the front, but I. I couldn't because the way that the cases are with the sprocket, my chain would have rubbed on the engine and, you know, Curtis is just like, Oh, go ahead, try it, you know, run it, you know, but I didn't want to do that because you know, the, the it was evident that the chain was running right on the motor. So I left it like that and I went up to a 39. I would have went to a 40, which would have been pretty close in the rear, but the the uh sprocket guards that i'm running they're not they're not quite big enough and nor do i want my chain hanging down that low so it's catch 22 as far as that goes
0: yeah it's short gear just blows my mind that doesn't it want to blow the rear tires off the back of the thing
1: no dude it runs good like it just i mean i don't know if i had to i would I it the first is so tall. First is so tall on thing. Okay. Like I I there's no way I could start in second gear. So I would just I dude, I would run it with like a 1340. It would be it would I mean that would be the way to go.
0: Wow. Cuz that just I like longer gear stuff, but you can't run a longer gear because it won't take it, right?
1: Right. Right but yeah this this thing dude it good it'll, it'll just keep revving it'll blow your mind it just doesn't have the grunt dude and that's where i've been used to riding for so long and um you know it'd be nice to have some of that
0: and are it's curtis curtis and you are actively trying to figure this out i'm assuming
1: well just just by talking but i think i think to start the year for next year i'm just going to pretty much run the same setup because it's working, you know, and, and, um, man, if he had the extra time, sure, but he's building all kinds of pipes for other countries and this and that he's, he's busy, dude. And I, I don't want to bother him. He's got to, he's got to do his thing, you know?
0: Yeah. I I get it. We're all bouncing off the walls. You know, all of us that are working, there's not enough time.
1: Right. Right. No, I'm just, I'm just thankful, man. This last one, he helped me pull it out. Cause after, after Mesquite, like, dude, I got the motor hot and this and that. And I was just, I was totally stressing and, but we got, we got it going. We got it together. So it was good. Everything worked out. I was lucky that the race was close.
0: You brought up 2024. Yeah. I read your post. It's vague.
1: It's very vague on purpose.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. And I read, I read your wife's post and after 11 championships and all the seasons that you've raced, um, I could see where it would be vague, but you made a comment that starting 2024, that you're going to bring the same machine to the starting line.
1: Yeah. Well, my daughter's racing for sure and and she's into it so i and it's close and so i'm going i'm going to the first round no matter what and um i'm i'm trying to get i'm trying to get everything set in stone but it's tough with sponsors like like i don't i don't know where CST sits right now i know we want another championship but i don't know if everything's going to be the same and you know so what i what i had thought in my mind is i would go to like a limited number of rounds, maybe not race the ones that, that I don't want to race, you know, like, um, I'm not going to say which rounds I guess, but there's, a, there's, there's a few rounds like three or four that I really don't feel like going to traveling to. So, um, but yeah, as as far as I know the first round we're going and, um, we're just going to kind of go from there and I'm hoping that everything comes through with sponsorship stuff. And if it does, then I wouldn't mind riding another season, but I, 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 I mean, I'm just kind of laying it out there that I'm probably not going to have the effort that I've had in the past to win the championship. I know it might change, but I dude, like, you know, I like this last round at Taft, like I tried to put it down. Like I, tr- I tried to just give it everything I had and I, and I did, and I ended up winning the race and that was that was cool for me. It was cool for the local crowd. I mean, McCausland from H and M I rode for those guys and, and Hagsma came out just to watch and didn't race or anything. And it was, it was cool, dude. My parents got to come. I think it was the first round of the whole, whole year that they got to come see. So it was, it was good for me just to, to win that one and kind of like seal the deal, you know?
0: And out of all the championships that you've won, in all the years that you've raced, is this the hardest year?
1: I don't know if it's hardest. It's maybe the hardest to get motivated. <laughs> it's like I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm at that age where I'm just like, dude, I just, you know, like – instead of going and riding what i should be i'm over at a soccer game or i'm going this and that instead it's like life's dragging me in every direction and you know i don't want to you know with my especially with my youngest one i don't want to miss the days off like with her when you know i won't get those back so it's it's a catch-22 it's like you know i'm my head's not in it right now like like for say Braxton, like this is the, he's he's breathing fire, right? This is this is what he's this is the only thing he's got to do is just try to win races. Well, it's a little bit different at this point. Like you got the household and you've got all this stuff in it. It's been like that for a while, but now I'm kind of realizing like how important it is to go do other things. And and it's not I'm not taking away anything from ATV. I love it, but it's important. It's important to, to, to get a grasp on everything around you because ATV is not the only thing that there is, you know?
0: Right. Right. I mean, there's life after.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Well, with, with Bailey starting her career, um, it, it, does this mean that you're going to evolve into, uh, from professional racer to professional race mechanic for your daughter?
1: Oh, i yeah, for sure. I She's got the best ride in the world. Like, I wish I had that ride. You know, I don't even pressure her at all. She comes out, dad, where's my helmet? And I'm like, what? You can't even find your helmet. Like you should, obviously you should have cleaned it and put it on the rack, but you don't know where it is. It's over there. Just grab it. If you want to ride, let's go ride, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
0: so you're no different than the rest of us dads.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. But, you know, my heart's in it and, and she's not at that level yet. I don't know if she'll ever be, but it's okay. Like, like, I'm just glad she's having a good time. And, uh, that's, that's kind of what it's about. You know, that's where I originated all this, everything that I've got. It just came from having fun and, and what I like to do. And
0: you still enjoy just going and riding?
1: Yeah, for sure. And and so Bailey hasn't got that much time to go do that. Like she's just gone in the backyard and, and rode for 30 minutes at a time, you know, like I'm, you know, and and I'll go watch her or whatever. But, you know, like I was just sitting here thinking like, and it wasn't even that long ago, but I was, I was sitting here thinking, I'm like, dude, she's never been to the dunes to ride her quad. And it's 30 minutes from here. Not even that. And she's never even been over there. So it, now it's time cause she's at that level where she can ride pretty much anything. Right. She's thinking about riding the women's pro class. So I'm just like, I'm just like, well, yeah, maybe I should take her to the beach. Maybe we should go out and ride some trails at Pozo or we should go do this or we should go do that. And like just, just different stuff than what we vote normally done, you know, but if, but that's catch 22 cause my head's not fully in it it's not paying the bills either. So I'm doing something else right to compensate. So it's a lot to think about, but I do, I do want to take her and do some fun things because she's never experienced it.
0: Right. Yeah. I totally it. And then the rest of them that want to go along uh, can as well. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Mom and mom and Brooke and brand, they can go no problem.
0: So let me ask some questions, if you don't mind. How is Brandy with this transition? And is she ready for it to be over?
1: Yeah, I think she's been ready for a while.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have an amazing wife, and she's super supportive. So I just was wondering you know, she st- seems like she's still focused in to seeing you win. And if you wanted to go out in 2024 and race for another title, it seems to me like she would jump on board with you.
1: Yeah. If that's what we were going to do, she'd be in, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I know. I know. I mean, I know she has, she, she has a good time when we're at the track. She doesn't like the traveling and stuff, but when we're there, everything, you know, like, it's just like clockwork. It, it just, it's just part of it. She's, she, I mean, she, shoot, she's been with me forever doing this stuff. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's just part of it.
0: How could you ever stop? It, it seems like,
1: <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know.
0: Um, when you raced the UTV this year, how did that transition for you?
1: Oh, it went all right. I, so I ended up like, I think I was sitting like second and third or third and third in points. And, uh, after dude, my Honda, I, I sucked dirt when we went to Vernal, and it was, it was so powdery in my car. Anyway, my car sucked dirt and it blew it up and I raced Tyson's car two cars at, of Tyson's at the last race in Mesquite. And I ended up getting like a second in his stock car. And then I think like a, I don't know, fourth or something in the other one. And then this last round, I borrowed another car cause I had third wrapped up in the stock. And then I borrowed his car for, um, the pro production, but I only made it like a lap and some, uh, joint, um, broke. For the uh carrier or something. But all in all, I got a third for the year and it was mostly on a Honda and in the pro stock and then in the pro production. I think I ended up fifth, which I was only three points away from third. And that happened. So with like a DNF, I still ended up in the top five, which was pretty good, you know, considering.
0: Right. Are you trying to transition away from the cars?
1: Um, not necessarily. I just, I just got to see what's up. I'm trying to get Honda to give me some help, like anything right now. And, and if they do, that'd be great. And if they don't, that's fine too. But like, I got Texterra hitting me up, like he's wanting me to test some, some A-arms and stuff on the Honda, which is cool. It's opened up an, another avenue for me with, with the Honda power plant, just to try to get some stuff done to help some, you know, some aftermarket manufacturers uh, build some products. So that's it, cool. And I've got actually, actually, I got an, I got an offer from, um, George White for, uh, some, what is that? It's like mid America, but they combined it and they're going to start out here next year. And he was asking me about that, just driving a car. And then we were going to have to come up with a little bit of sponsor stuff, but I was like, yeah, I'm pretty interested, you know, just kind of like, give me the, you know line me up on the series and let me see what's going down and but um but I was I was very interested in in driving I I don't mind driving I just it's um it's all the rest of the stuff you know it's like everything else just trying to get your ducks in line and working on the cars it's 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 pretty it's pretty gnarly it's it's monotonous do you think that
0: all of the UTV work motorcycle stuff and ATV stuff has shortened your career because you did so much at one time?
1: No, I don't think so. I, I, I think that like, you know, if, I don't know, I'm not sure if I would've got paid to ride dirt bikes here, I don't know if I would've done it. I, I, I don't know. I think I'm just, I got to a point like now I'm just kind of like, I'm just, it, now I'm worn out, but like, it did not shorten anything at all. Cause I like, it was, it was something I was into completely, you know, I wanted to do it all.
0: So money's not the factor. I mean, it is a factor, but it's not the factor to put you back on that ATV.
1: <laughs> yeah, not completely.
0: <laughs> I mean, a big check would be enticing, but a little check's not going to be like, Oh, okay, I'll do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. <laughs> you know, what's funny is the other night I was talking, you know, you know who Alan is, right? McCausland H and M. Yeah. I was yeah. talking to him the other night and and uh, we were just, we were just BS. And he was just like, he's like, dude, what if we could just go out together? He's like, You know, I'll put some money in the program and this and that. We could just race quads and just go out together. And I'm just like, well, it's not a bad idea. Let's come up with a program. (laughs) So who knows what the heck's going to happen next year.
0: (laughs) Nice, nice. Is is he he stopping at the bit to come back?
1: Yeah, for sure. He misses it so bad, but he was, he was bagging on my, on my hybrid program. And then he came out to tap and he watched and he goes, yeah, it's not that bad. (laughs) And I was like, all right. So here we go. Right.
0: Yep. Because what are you going to do in 2024? Honda's not going to support it anymore. Right. So next year at the end of the year, you'll still be able to buy a
1: few parts. Right. Going to dry up quick. Dude, that was that was what was crazy. So I ruined a radiator at Mesquite, and I was looking online. Dude, I tried, I tried OEM, then I tried Tucker, then I tried uh, Tucker Rocky, and then I tried Motorsport. Nobody had a radiator for my quad, and I'm not going to run an aftermarket without trying it first. You know, at least for a while, like a Mishimoto or something. I not to say there's anything bad with them, but dude, I got online and I found some kid that was selling a. OEM radiator, and I bought a used radiator put on my bike for Taft.
0: Should have called me, dude. I got them on the shelf.
1: I know, but it's just crazy.
0: Yeah, I got a freaking whole garage full of Honda parts.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) that's that's smart because you'll get a lot for them coming up here pretty quick.
0: Well, maybe maybe not, but yeah, I I worry about it myself, and I have a hybrid build that I'm putting together and, and I've been listening to you and I listened to some other people and there's just things that I don't want to do with mine. I want more torque. I want more roll on throttle response out of it. So, you know, I'm worried about how to make that happen.
1: Oh, you'll, you'll get it. You'll get it.
0: I'm sure hoping. Cause I don't, I don't want rev. I don't want it to, to run up top up there because personally for me, that's no fun. I don't want to ride there.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And you got to, dude, you got to ring its neck. I mean, that's, that's where it's at right now. So you get it figured out. Let me know.
0: <laughs> well, trust me, it's, it, it it's in the works. It's just with all the other projects I have going on, it's hard to develop. Like you put yourself in a situation where you had to, to get it functional. I don't have to have it functional at this point. Right.
1: Right. And that's what, that's what makes it fun for me because I like to, dude, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit of a tinker. Like I like, <laughs> I like to, to screw with stuff to make it better. And it's fun. It's fun for me, especially being stagnant for so long. That was the main reason why I wanted to tackle this project, but we got it done and, and we won another championship. So that was good. It was all good. It came It came together at the end.
0: How? What was the emotion when you crossed the finish line,
1: dude? It was huge. Like I didn't know what was going to happen when we lined up. You know, like there was there was a gnarly silt section. Uh, it was a pro section going up and down this hill, and it that stressed me out. Like I wasn't going to be able to see. Um, there were there were quite a few things it, at Taft. Normally, we have starting gates, and they're, they're starting gates there, and they're bitching. Well, we come to this round, and they decide that we're all starting dead engine. And so that, that kind of put a wrench in the things, but I I didn't really... I got my 24-volt deal working, but it's not like 100%. It's not cherry. Like It doesn't just fire up like the guys on the east coast with their with their stuff and or with the regular trx stuff like mcclure and them so um i was kind of kind of skeptical but my bike fired right away and i got really lucky with how i came off off the line and you know i ended up getting a second place start which helped me quite a bit and uh i was able to put pressure on braxton and and there were two powder sections. And, um, like up and down through this deal, and the second part they cut out, but I had gotten to a part point on both of them where like, I, you know, when he was in front of me, I couldn't see anything. And I, I stopped literally on a hill and then got going again. And that, you know, like few laps later with just, with just Virgin Hill, like we, you, if you stopped, you weren't going to be able to get going again. So they cut out, they ended up cutting out the second part of it but um which was kind of to my favor but uh but still yeah it was dude it was it was a stressful weekend and i know like if travis won i had to get fourth place and uh and shit we got a lot of fast guys right now so we got we got travis braxton lindquist um huffs right there there's villa lobos and and um everybody else if if i'm forgetting anybody but there's there's enough guys to where it's totally easy for me to get a fourth place or a fifth place i would if i would have got fourth we would have tied in points and out of one because i had more wins but if i would have got fifth man that would have been dude it would have been a heartbreaker you know right yeah i've I've been there before dude (laughs) you know it's not the first time so anyway
0: and that would have been if Braxton won, right, or or Travis.
1: Travis, Travis. If Travis won, yeah,
0: that. Yeah. And and he put pressure on all day.
1: So he didn't get the he didn't get a good start at all, and he came from the back and rode his ass off, literally like ass off, because his. Uh... <laughs> Staples were sticking through his seat cover and, and dude, it it rubbed a hole in his pants and right into his butt, dude. (laughs) Like the poor guy. I felt so bad for him after he crossed the finish line, dude. He he turned over and he just, dude, I rode my ass off. His ass is bleeding. I was still, I felt so bad. But I mean, I didn't put his seat cover on. So I was in the clear, you know?
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, there, there, there's, I've heard some rumors from Lindquist
1: that he likes coming to works. Dude, he's had a good time and he's riding good. I think, I think next year he's going to be a weapon. Like he didn't win this ra- last race, but he had the fastest lap and he did it towards the, towards the end of the race. So I dude, I he's got something in him and he's just like, I don't know if he's dealing with the arm pump right away, which is random because Moto is so sprint at the beginning and he was like, he was talking to me and he's like, I don't understand it. Like, you know, I've, I've had issues at the beginning, but then once I stop at the pit stop and I keep going, then I'm cranking. Like he came up back up on Travis's heels after Travis had passed, you know, Braxton and him, Travis was in second and he came right up to him and like, you know, he gave him a love tap right before the finish line. He was on it. So, anyway, i I think he's going to be a he's if he's going to ride the series next year, he'll be a serious contender.
0: Well, he closed on Braxton and Mesquite on the last lap, drastically.
1: Right. right, absolutely, and I felt bad at that one. Like I was at that race, and before my header busted. Uh, I was kind of holding him up and he was thinking that I was going to put on a charge and I was going to do that. And and that was in my mind that I was going to be able to just charge and try to catch at the end. And dude, I, I couldn't, I had arm pump. I I don't get it that often, but I could not relax enough. And maybe it was from him being right behind me, but I could not relax enough to just let it go and try to catch the front. And um, so he ended up pitching pitch passing me at a pit stop, which was, was, was good on his part. He stopped a lap earlier than I did. And then he ended up getting ahead of me. Um, but I felt bad for not, you know, cause a couple of times he challenged me for position and I raced him to the corner and realistically, like he was going to beat me anyway. I probably should have let him go earlier to try to let him run him down. But I, I didn't. And, um, kind of felt bad for that, you know, cause off road has a little bit of courtesy where it's not. The same as Moto, you know, like you know what's you know, kind of know in your head what's gonna happen.
0: Right. You have a, you have a feel.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's it's totally different than racing for 20 minutes. Right.
0: But you're also competitive, right?
1: Yeah, I know you want to beat them and you're hoping that something's gonna turn around, but it did, it just didn't <laughs> at that point.
0: And you have no idea why you ended up with arm pump.
1: I, I dude, I, I really don't. I just, I was having a hard, I was, I was struggling that day. And some days we have off days, you know, I, I was just, I was just having a, it was a rough day for me.
0: Wow. I didn't, uh, I didn't get that until when I, uh, um, got information from everybody on that race. I just knew that you had had a, a failure um unbeknownst to any other reason other than it just happened and with a developed machine like that i could i can see that sometimes there's going to be failures
1: yeah yeah i was i was pretty much sitting you know going to be sitting i was in second but i was going to be sitting in third and i was i was going to get third that day and that would have been fine because travis was sitting in fourth and that was the main main goal right for points but um unfortunately I had a failure and I got my bike to the finish line in fourth place and and Travis had passed me but I didn't give away too many points so that worked out in my favor.
0: Yeah, not given you only gave what two.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was only 2 points so we got through it. That's crazy.
0: I look at uh I mean, I didn't see what happened to Braxton. I know he got fourth. Um but Travis and Max must've ran him down and passed him.
1: Yeah. At some, at some point they caught up to him. I think, I, I, I think that Braxton lost third gear in his transmission is from, from what I've heard so far. Like he had a, he, he lost third in the transmission when I was, when I was racing with them in the front, I didn't see anything that was going on with his bike, but I talked to Kyle later and Kyle was talking, talking to me and saying that he lost a, He lost third gear. And so, of course, that's going to be a big hindrance, you know.
0: Yeah, that always would be losing a third gear because that's one of your main driving gears,
1: you know. Absolutely.
0: How. How do I want to ask this question? With the hybrids coming in. You're the only guy that has one that is functional right do you think that it's going to take off and do you think it'll be something that others will uh roll into after you do all the development
1: Uh, I, i i'm imagining so if if they want to ride a honda i mean if you're going to ride a yamaha there's no reason but if if the riders want to ride a honda then i believe that that yes Eventually it will take off when all the parts die out. Nobody can find them from anybody or anywhere else for sure. Um, you know, is it, it right away? Is it like a, a switch to something better? I, I don't think so at this point, but it can be, we just got to put more time into it. Um You know, just, 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 just a little testing and, and we can make it, Pretty and equivalent, I would say.
0: Do you think that they'll go to an aftermarket chassis?
1: I don't know. Is that? I mean, as far as works goes, I don't think that's a or is it allowed now? I I don't even know.
0: Well, if it's a hybrid, and yeah, mean, I guess it has to be, right.
1: doesn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I know that the 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 motor mounts all have to be in the same exact well the uh, not the motor mounts themselves but where they bolt up have to be in the same spot so i i don't know yeah i don't know i mean i guess i guess you could change the chassis i haven't really thought about that much lenny
0: yeah i i don't know i haven't i haven't uh looked at the rule book right I'm not spending any time racing so i didn't uh you know die you know, do the deep dive and, and read every rule and, and figure it all out. I just um, would assume that if you're going to let them run a hybrid, got to let them run a hybrid.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I would imagine dude, you should have seen how many hybrids were at Ponte vu, but the Yamaha still ended up winning the damn thing, you know, but I mean, you. I, when I was there, I mean, Everybody was using the CRF platform, whether it was in some Walsh bike or a, or a Honda or a, I mean, there wasn't too many Hondas because it's hard for them to get them, but they had like they had even Yamahas and KTM's with a freaking Honda motor in it. It was tripping me out. Like I just saw them everywhere. I mean, that's gotta that's gotta mean something. I mean that they're they're pretty bulletproof, you know. If everybody if that's what everybody wants to run
0: you think Honda's ever going to come out with another sport quad
1: dude i don't know you know i mean sarcastically i send my boys messages all the time <laughs> and and they're just like i know but it doesn't i mean it's not up to them so i mean i'm just working with guys like you know trying to trying to develop stuff and whatever they get told to do so
0: yeah, the bean counters are the guys that are screwing it all up for everybody,
1: right? Exactly.
0: I know. I, I'm friends with Joe Tully from ATV On Demand, and uh-huh. he, he goes to the Honda intros. They says, "Oh, well, there's no demand for sport quads, right?" And, and he goes, "Have you seen the prices that these machines are selling for? Aftermarket or used, right?" And, and what do you mean there's no demand for them? Right.
1: I mean. Yeah, it's, it's tough.
0: <laughs> when you can sell a used bike for more than uh, uh, what a new one would cost. It, it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's, crazy. yeah, it's crazy. You're right. It's crazy.
0: Have you ever uh, thought of them doing a, uh, a, a, allowing a big bore? Um,
1: no, like after 700 race. Like a Raptor 700? Wait, what now?
0: Yeah, like if so, it's a production machine. Right. 700cc in a 450 class.
1: You think they'd ever let that happen? I doubt it. I doubt it. They want to keep some kind of control on it, right? It's got to be at least a 450. You think a 700 would dominate that class? No, I I really don't. But
0: why wouldn't they let it race?
1: Well, I don't know. That's catch, catch 22.
0: Right. I, I get it. I get it. You know, uh, I've been uh, working with, um, Felipe Valles down in uh, San Felipe.
1: Oh yeah. 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 Good dude.
0: And him and I have been having huge conversations. Well, he just bought a Raptor with some of our mods on it. And him and I have been having deep conversations about setting it up to be a desert race machine, because what are you going to ride after Hondas are gone?
1: Right. Are
0: you right. Going to build hybrids or are you gonna build something else? Right. Well, I think that with some work, especially with Doug Roll or or his talents.
1: That's exactly what I was thinking in my head. I was like, oh, you gotta roll you gotta roll front end on that thing. That thing probably works pretty good. Like it's it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, and and, and lippy knows how to do it. Lippy does his own suspension that Doug helped teach him how to do, you know. And yeah. A couple of little things you got to do to them. Plus, you got to get a bigger gas tank for them, which they got right. when coming. Once you get a better fuel cell on the thing, or a, so you can go more miles, your top speed on a stock bike with a pipe is almost 90 miles an hour.
1: Right. It's, yeah. What, what did we get out of the TRX? I think it was like maybe. Th- uh, 78 or something like that it wasn't it wasn't super high it wasn't as high as you thought
0: well unofficially they we have one of uh, one of the desert bikes that i built for the simmons huh. uh, that sloan road and, and row road yeah they clocked it on a pea gravel road and heading towards reno at 88 miles an hour but that's talking we're talking a 470 with higher compression big valves you know we're not right <laughs> you're not gonna go Unless you take care of it, you're not going to race it multiple times.
1: Right, right.
0: And that 700 stock, that's that's no compression piston. That's just an ECU
1: and a pipe. Right, just moving. Yeah.
0: So put a little more compression into it, cam, port it, and you're going over 100 miles an hour super easy.
1: Right. Scary! <laughs> I don't want to go that fast. <laughs> well, how fast, how fast do the motorcycle guys go? I don't know. I think like six, one hundred nine, something like that.
0: You think they're, I thought they were half uh, faster than that.
1: It, it's possible. I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just talking with like, Conversations from Caselli and stuff like that back in the day, like it was like 109. That's still pretty fast. It's really fast,
0: man. I had an XR 600 did to do 103. Jeez,
1: that's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did, do you think that because you've raced best in the desert, you've raced Vegas, to Reno? Oh yeah, yeah you think that's something that you'd still be interested in doing?
1: Oh, for sure. For sure. The the biggest stress that I had racing in Vegas, to Reno, and I don't even know if if the the uh the mules make it up that high, but the dude the donkeys like on the way there to the starting line, we saw so many and I'm just like we got towards the end of the race and I was on the bike and I was ripping right after Travis or roberta gave it to me all three of us rode together but i was ripping and i was going through a section where there was like walls on each side right and uh like not necessarily walls but like 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 vegetation or whatever and you couldn't see anything and i was like dude if a mule or a donkey steps out in front of me right now dude i'm gonna die (laughs) because i'm going as fast as it could go right and i'm just like i was It was high stress, but other than that, in sections where I could see and it's open or the last bit where it's all rocky and I'm climbing up and doing this and that. Yeah, that's fine. But, but where, where I can't see what's, you know, going to walk in front of me, that was, that was pretty stressful. And I, you know, as you get older, like I younger, I wouldn't even have thought about that. I would have just gone as fast as I could go. But like, it was in the back of my mind the whole time when I was going through there, you know, being like. 40 plus
0: (laughs) you're still a kid man
1: yeah i know but i'm not
0: (laughs) (laughs) how old are you right now
1: um i'll be 43 that's uh next month in november
0: did you ever think that your racing career would take you into your 40s
1: no but i didn't really i didn't really think much either so i i was just yeah i was just happy to get going and then that you know once i started this i was like well that's what i do you know and i just kept doing it
0: so you were in your late 20s when you started racing quads
1: yeah yeah i'd say 27 maybe dog frank he's annoying sorry yeah, he's, he's right here, dude. This guy. <laughs> he's a piece of work. Uh, well,
0: as long as you're having a good time, right? Yeah. He's impervious. hes He doesn't care what you do. He's going to be happy with you no matter what, right?
1: Dude, when I come in the driveway, he's happy to see me. And that's all that matters.
0: Changes your whole day, right? Yeah. Un- unlike the kids.
1: <laughs> i know they're all doing their all day <laughs> how old's your baby now brookie she's seven
0: she's sitting right there
1: yeah she's almost seven next week
0: well geez oh, happy birthday <laughs>
1: say thank you there you go man because to me she was just born a couple days ago i know dude that's how fast t- time just flies by it's crazy
0: yeah, I was just—I can't believe she's almost seven. Yeah, oh, God, that's unbelievable.
1: Wow, man. Yeah, I it, so I I won my first race when I when my wife was pregnant with Bryn, and and Bryn is 14, 15. Yeah, she's turning fifteen.
0: Yep, you were on a Suzuki.
1: Yeah, in California,
0: right there. uh, Hollister. Yep, Hollister Hills.
1: Hollister Hills.
0: I remember that day. I was there.
1: Yeah, that was cool.
0: I told my brother, you know, I told my brother that we should be sponsoring you. (laughs) And you know, it was, it was a bad time because of the economy and money and all that and i said dude we 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 need to we need to help this guy we need to freaking you know figure it out and um it just never panned out yeah and you hooked up with cafro and then you uh hooked up with h&m and and um it worked out great for you
1: yeah for me like we just made it happen you know and that's what we had to do just kind of scrap until you get so you get where you need to be, I guess. But, um, so yeah, can...
0: you, didn't, you didn't race motorcycles this year.
1: No, CST backed it down and they didn't want to pay me to race the, 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 the dirt bike. And just with one, you know, that's how it is with racing. Like one little element missing or like an Avenue to make a little bit of cash. It's just, you know, you just kind of like you shut it down. I didn't, I didn't not ride my dirt bike. Like I rode my dirt bike quite a bit, but it was just like, you know, if I was going to the race and, and, you know, some weekends they were separate. Like I wasn't going to make an extra trip or try to, um, try to, try to get there and ride the whole series and not get paid for it. You know? So it, it was tough. Like Honda still offered contingency and stuff, but Like it wouldn't have been enough to make up for the fuel to be there the extra weekends. And so I ended up going, I went to Havasu and I raced Havasu and I had a good race there. And, and, and it was way fun, but it just, yeah, it just didn't work out. You know, part of, as part of my program, it didn't work out for the year. So we didn't, we didn't really race too many, too much dirt bike.
0: Right. And you'll be working on your program until you get it ironed out one way or another, correct?
1: Yeah, I have to, right? Like I have to get the stuff ready. Like I got to get everything ready, you know, mi- minimum I'll have something ready for Bailey to race, but, but I'm going to, I'm going to work on getting my stuff ready to go for next year. And, and, um, you know, if it works out, that's great. And if it doesn't, then, then, it, then it doesn't, and we'll just hit a few and, and, you know, be, be done with it, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what there is left really
0: (laughs) done with it. I I just, I find that hard, uh, for you to swallow, not, not let let alone the fans because so many people really enjoy you being at the races and, and look for your advice, you know, and, and help with so many different situations.
1: Yeah. A lot of the other pro racers, I mean, but dude, they're like the level, like, I don't, I don't know how much we've talked about it, but the level of the other guys has come up so much. Like they're all, they're going fast now. Like they're all going fast. So I did my job really at this point, I did my job to get everybody on the West coast to the level that they're at. So I feel, I feel confident with leaving that the way it is. And, um, you know, I still like to ride. I don't not, I don't necessarily want to go eat dust, you know, at certain tracks for, for an hour and a half at a time. And I don't really care to pound sand whoops for an hour and a half at a time, but other places, like I just enjoy riding. I know next year we're going to, um, um, where is it? It's up, it's up North, um, Ubit city Marysville. Marysville. We're, we're going up to Marysville and I've always had fun racing dirt bikes up there and I can't wait to race a quad up there. It's going to be probably the best round of the year in in my head. And, uh, I can't wait to do that just for fun. And yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot that I, you know, that I don't want to miss anyway.
0: Well, I hope it works out for you to come back for 2024. I really do because I, I don't, want to see you retire um you know it's it's inevitable it's going to happen i'm sure that uh travis and braxton and a couple of the other boys are like yeah retire bo retire bo don't race all the rounds um (laughs) but then again on the other hand on the other side there you know maybe we want him to race every round because we want to be the guy to dethrone him
1: right yeah that's true that's true i kind of don't want to give him the option to be honest but i might (laughs) (laughs) you know for i don't know for me i just uh like that last race that was you know it was a lot of effort just going into the last round like i rode quite a bit just to make sure i was ready for that and i and i knew what i needed to do and that was my job and and we got it done and and uh, it takes a lot dude like while i was out there you know like i've i I have personal stuff that I've never really talked about before, but my right hand goes numb at about 20 minutes. It starts, it starts on one end on the outer end and then, and slowly works its way in. And it sucks when I can't feel my hand. Um, my, my, the, you know, like just my knees, just from standing and sitting, like there was so many square edges at Taft, like they were
0: burning out of camera.
1: Oh, sorry, bud. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my knees were burning and, and, you know, I was just like, dude, you know, like you're pretty, you're pretty used up at this point. Like, <laughs> like you know, and it, it wouldn't be bad for me to, to keep doing it, I guess, but it's just like, it, 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 there's so many cards stacked against me at this point. I just feel like, you know, maybe I should try to get a carpal tunnel center, you know, but for what, right? Like, I mean, if I get the surgery and my arm pump goes away, then, then what's next with my knees or this or that? Like at this age, it's just, it's tough. Like I enjoy riding. And if I rode intermittently and in, instead of adamant, like trying to race, then I could probably do it for a long time. Just like I, you know, just like I am.
0: <laughs> you got a little buddy there. Yes, yeah. I I talked to Cody Collier, and he he's got a big old giant dog that gets in the gets in the shot and barks every once in a while. I, I love it. I mean, you're you're talking about a guy that wasn't a dog guy. My wife has four dogs, so we're all about it.
1: You're yeah. good now,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, have to be. You have to love them. You know,
1: they make so, you. <laughs> I, I. uh
0: I understand. I stopped racing because the three fingers on each hand, on each of my hands, would go numb. And, you know, I was riding with my index finger and my thumb. Right. My hands would still function. Like I could still use the clutch and the brake, but I didn't feel, I felt the brake when I'm pulling it, not because I was touching
1: it. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. And it's just like, dude, there's so many times where I've like, I just blown a hand off the handlebar and I've gotten lucky and thrown it back on there. And I'm, you know, like even a tap, like I had one instance that the throttle pull so light on this hybrid, dude, I, I had my arm in a position and my bike stuck wide open for a second, like not where I wanted it to, it didn't stick. It was my fault. It was my fault. And, um, man, I just, I just got really lucky, you know, just like, you know, I pushed, I pushed the limit for so long and, and that's, what's tough. It's just like been right there on the edge for a really long time. And, and, um, yeah, it's, 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 you know, it stinks to think about, not lining up, but at the same time, there's, it's a catch 22. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind one more year, but after that, I I really don't know, you know?
0: Well, I, I can see that you're getting close to the end and you you have to do what makes you happy and, and makes your family happy and strong. If the deal comes through, I hope you're out there on the line every time next year. But if you're not, um we're still gonna we're still gonna cheer for you and, and be glad when you do show up.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'm just hoping, you know, like I'm lo- <laughs> you know, I'm like I'm so so my favorite bands are Maiden Right like every time they play, like it's just it's just badass. And And even if they had a bad night, I love that guy or all, you know, that whole band. And so I'm, I'm just hoping to be on that same level and they've gone, they've gone forever. And, and I, and I tried to, I tried to do that too.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, Eichner rode till he was almost 50. Right. But he didn't start racing works till he was 39.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: You know, and I know that he probably would have tried to keep racing if he wouldn't have gotten that bad wreck.
1: Yeah. That was, a, that was horrible.
0: Yeah. And then he had some off track, other things that went on in his life that, that aren't for me to talk about, but yeah, it, it's, he still misses it today when I talk to him.
1: Oh, we I'm just- sure. I'm sure. And I'm sure I will too. Okay. At some point I'll be around. I'll be around. If, as long as Bailey wants to keep riding, I'm sure we'll, hit rounds here and there or maybe the whole series. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing yet. Who knows?
0: Well, like I said, brother, w- we all enjoy watching you ride. And I know that Braxton and Travis and Max and, and the Stanford boys and Huff, they're all chomping at the bit. You know, they don't want you to retire either because they want to, they want to beat you.
1: Right. And I didn't want to leave that on the table, to be honest. <laughs> Well, then don't. If we were the same age, then, then that would be fine. <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, you look at, look at Lindquist, dude. He's 19.
1: I know. I know. We, I was talking to him. I was giving him a bunch of advice before he left the, the race at Taft. And, yeah, man, he, he started talking, and he was just like, yeah, like, you know, 19. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's gnarly, (laughs) but he's dude, the kid has a ton of skill. I mean, he's, he's great writer. So this can be, things are going to get good. Even if, even if I'm not lining up, things are going to get good. Yeah.
0: I hope that he comes West. I really does. I really do.
1: I do too. I, I dude, I enjoyed having him out. I mean, you know, him and his, his, it was his uncle, but it's his mechanic and super, super nice, nice people. And I think they got a flavor of like, how cool our whole program is here on the West coast and everybody's friends with everybody, even though we race hard against each other, we're all, we're all friends and pretty tight niche. And, you know, moto's not like that obviously. And, and they're just like, wow, this is actually, this is fun. Like this is a good time. And so they're going to be, they're going to be on it, dude. They're going to, I think, I think if they can get like, you know, um, bonuses and stuff, they're going to be back. They'll be back. I hope
0: I hope so. I hope so. Bo. I want to thank you so much for your time. And, and please, you know, make sure you thank the girls for letting me take you away from them this evening. Um, you know, and you can tell the dog I appreciate it as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, don't think I got two did. of them battling. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I appreciate you always. And, um, you know, like I said, racing, not racing. You're always welcome here on ATV Talk. Uh, We really appreciate your time and um, take care of your family. And we hope to see you in 2024.
1: Dude, I appreciate it. And anytime, anytime that you want me to chime in on something live, dude, that'd be cool. You know, just get a hold of me or shoot me a text. If I can make it, that'd be, that'd be fun. Cause I have a good time when we're doing shooting some live stuff.
0: The team here at ATV Talk would love your feedback. Please email us at hello at ATVTalkPodcast.com. If you're in need of a consultation for your current racing program, a custom ATV or an industry guest speaker, I have the company for you. Duncan Technologies International Inc. offers host MC and guest speaking services at events, builds custom ATVs for recreational riding or racing around the world. And they offer consulting services for professional teams or individual racers. Send inquiries to duncantechinternational at gmail.com or call 619-716-1532 for more information. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to share us with your family and friends. The podcast is available on all streaming platforms and you can find us on social media as ATV Talk Podcast. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Rumble, and Twitter.